what was he crab walking Did you miss us? It's episode 145 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. Me, it's the host guy, Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. We love being a part of your lives. We love having you, some of you, be a part of our lives. Uh, today, on the show, oh, before we before we talk about the show, let me tell you the ways that you can get a hold of us. We have some good listener content this week, and but a lot of the a lot of the same faces. But these are people that provide us with quality content. So if you think you can be one of those people, you should reach out via email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. We, st- we haven't been playing the voicemails. Just haven't, you guys haven't been bringing the heat on the voicemails and it's har- hard to play them and it gets to be a thing. But if you bring some serious heat, I will for sure play it. 949-464-TBLS is the voicemail number. Of course, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. I don't know. Facebook is such a fucking asshole. I think we all know that. But when I made the Baller Lifestyle page, Facebook page, there was no option to call it a podcast. So I didn't know what to fucking call it. So I called it a radio station, which is stupid, but it was like the closest thing. And then I saw some other podcast page had podcast, like their page is called podcast. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. So I go, they must have changed it. So I went back and tried to change that on our Facebook page to change it to podcast. And it's still, it's still not an option. It's not an option. And yet some people have theirs called podcast. Zuckerberg, dude, I'm losing people here. Like reach out, sort the, and it's not like you can call somebody, you know, you just go to the, the, the facts, the frequently asked questions. And there's no answer for my thing there. I know, like, I know how to go change the thing, but none of the drop downs are fucking podcast. You're an internet website. You should have podcast as an option. Hey, somebody that listens to the show, figure that out for me. Figure out how to change that on my Facebook page and then send me an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Check us out on Facebook. Also, iTunes, iTunes.com. That is like the most bang for your buck. Well, that's, that's the second most bang for your buck. We'll get to the most bang for your buck in a moment, but it helps if you go to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook, you reach out and you're like, hey, I want to review this show. I want to tell people what I thought about this show. And when you do that, it helps us. It helps us get noticed on, on iTunes. Oh, hold on. There's some, there's some new ones. I'm reading the, here's some, here's some recent iTunes reviews for us. Kevin near DC, brilliant five stars, a guy from the West coast, a guy from the East coast and an Aussie chick walk into a bar. I mean, podcast, the result, an hour or so of all the pressing sports, entertainment and general news you need to know brought from the back pages to the front by three easygoing people, at least when Ed isn't taking anyone to task. 
Oddly enough, I found out about Brian because of his features on an equally easygoing sports talk radio host. A combination you almost never... Okay, it's very long. That's Kevin near DC. You're awesome. Aaron in Ohio must listen weekly, even though they often bash the great state of Ohio. Also, if you like dong talk, who doesn't? This is the best podcast for you. Another one. Bill, 18302. The show is a bright beacon of excellence in a sea of mediocre podcasts aimed at comedy. P.S. They have the best listener provided segments. That's right. That's you guys. There's a bunch of new reviews here. This could be you. Reach out. We love you guys. Reach out and and leave us a review on iTunes. And, and then, of course, as always, hold on, lost my place. Patreon.com. That's how you can contribute financially to the show. Patreon.com. I actually was this guy, my buddy Will, he's a Patreon subscriber. And I was talking to him the other day and he's like, I got to be honest. He goes, I've, I've screwed up. I've, my life's gotten busy and I'm, I'm actually not um, team current episode right now. I was, he's like, I'm a, I'm a couple of shows behind. And then I immediately unfriended him on all social media and I'll never speak to him again. But I said, I said, you should listen to our, it was right before the Jason Stewart ep- or right after the Jason Stewart episode came out. I was like, Hey, you should listen to the Jason Stewart episode. I said, it's kind of long. And you know what he said to me? He said, Ooh, I love the long ones. So good for you, Will Carlton. You're the man. Patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. Contribute to the show there monetarily. Joining me now, as always, co-host of the program, the, the, the attack dog of the show, taking people to task. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, you forgot one. You were, you were going through our, uh, our uh, reviews on iTunes? Yes. We got a five-star review from Dicks Out for Harambe 69. Shut the fuck up. I didn't yeah. see that. Oh, yeah. So we got we to gotta give a thumbs up to that one. Dicks out for Harambe 69. That you're my boy. That's my favorite one of all. Love it. I love it. Um uh, yes. but thank thank you for the kind words. It's always good to get those. Um I I I went through hell uh, over the past week. Oh, so you was, had you spent some time with your mother-in-law? I was sick. I did spend yeah. I I did have dinner Friday night with mother-in-law. Yeah. I was sick one day cuz you know, one kid gets sick, the next kid yeah, gets sick, Michelle gets sick. And then I was like, my time is coming. Oh, it was last week during the podcast. And I was like, right as the podcast was ending, I was like, oh, fuck. Now I'm up. And I was sick five minutes after the podcast ended. Oh, uh, cool. Anyway, this weekend, I had about 20 to 22 third graders over for a birthday party. Oh, you, you're always hosting things. Nah, I mean, really not. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, we we do That's like a, a barbecue. Lot. We have we yeah. have a patio kind of yes. backyard, and so it's a it's a it's a rarity in Hoboken. So right. you know we try to be nice at the end of the school year, but yeah, my son's birthday, and he's like, I just want to invite the whole class, and it's like, yeah. you know what this this innocence is gonna fade away real Ugh. quick. So I was like, such a good dad. So we were like, you know what? Fine, invite the whole class. Like we'll just gut it out for a few hours. And I got to tell you, last year we did the same thing. Last year it was exhausting, but it was okay. Right. Third graders now ask, start asking you why when you give them oh, yeah. a rule. Like, no, you yeah. cannot touch that. One kid just, you know, turned on the TV. Like, was just gonna start watching TV. Oh, that's great. I yeah, love like, it. No, I got, I got a Netflix show I want to watch. Like, well, yeah. fuck you. No. <laughs> yes. no. Yeah. yeah. Well, why not? Why not? Because this <laughs> is my was... home. You fucking asshole. Yes. He but, wanted to throw on backyardigans. 
Yeah, but this was a 4.30 to 7.30 party. Like, make your own pizza and shit like that, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So at 7.30, just just running on fumes. Oh, parents, yeah. all the parents show up, take their kids. Except the shittiest kid. His parent didn't show up. The t- what, the TV turner on her? No, no, that kid was kid. that kid was actually he was all right compared to some of the others. Right. One other kid that was you know standing on the couch, you know, just shit like just every time, like hey, don't do that, don't do- no, we don't know, like just just all kinds of shit. And the dad picks his kid up forty minutes late after a three hour party. Son so we're just we're just bitch. fucking entertaining some shitty kid for another forty. 40- Eight ten at night. I'm oh I'm God. fully exhausted, and this it's parent shows up, and he goes, "Oh wow! I just figured other parents would let their kids stay later. Let their kids stay later. Like what? They no. weren't invited. They no. weren't invited to stay later. Just you, pal. You're the shittiest dad in America. Get the fuck out of here. You and your crummy son. Yeah, shithead dad. I'm always the dad that gets there at the time that you're supposed yeah. to pick the kid up, and the yeah. and the parents are always like, "Oh, well, we haven't done cake and presents. I know." Yet. I- yeah, I and then I'm, I I find a way to pull the ripcord. I did that with a movie theater party recently. Oh, nice. And they're nice. like, they I show up after the movie and they're like, well, we haven't done the cake and presents. And it's like, well, you know, he's had cake before and you'll, yeah. you'll find out the presents soon enough. See you later. <laughs> uh, by the way, don't open kids' presents at the party. Like, unless that's most of the party, it takes too long. It takes too long to open the yeah. presents. Just let, just, he'll get them later. He'll, yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll send it. It doesn't change. It, yeah, it doesn't change anything. But totally yeah, agree. I mean, Christ, like 40 minutes. It's one thing if you, you know you're caught in traffic, you can't find a parking no. spot, yes. something 40 minutes. Like he sent he sent a text to my wife because he didn't send it to me. He sent a text to my wife like after 30 minutes, like, oh, heading over now. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Are we On my interrupting way. something like, fuck yes. you. That's great. That's great. And now, he was like ha- two blocks away. What was he crab walking? It should take him like two <laughs> minutes. Did you did you have any? um because third grade, okay, that's the age where you there by that time you know that parties are drop off parties. There is that time when your kids are younger, yeah. like kindergarten, you know, five, six years old, where you show up to the party and you got to feel the situation out. Where you're like, wait, can I leave this kid here, or do or do I am I expected to stay and watch? And then sometimes, even though it's known that the parents are cool to leave, just drop the kid. Sometimes you'll get a lingerer parent. Did you did you have any of those? I didn't for this party, but we're doing the same thing for my first grader in yeah. like a yeah. month. Yeah. In a month, and like it's gonna be like okay, see you at five or whatever. Like yeah. we're we're gonna have to do that because there will be lingers, but. For my first grader that at the movie theater party, yeah. they're all the other parents were staying. And it's like, look, I've taken my kids to so many shitty movies. If I can avoid watching the movie Trolls, I'm going to do it. And there's a bar across it was a Saturday yes. afternoon. There's a bar oh. across the street. I was like, how about I watch college football, have Stop a few it. beers, and then go get the kid? And that's exactly what I did. Like I I'm not I'm not sticking around for a movie like what so I can no. sit next to my son in silence? No. no. He's Awful. fine. Awful. He's fine. Trolls. But other parents at... other parents yeah. were were there, like just hanging out. I no know. thank it's you. It's crazy. It's crazy. No. Unless you're like friends with the parents. Sometimes it's your you know, your kids are friends, but you're also friends with the parents. You might be hanging out. But that's uh, but, that's yeah. different. Then you're hanging out with someone you like. Exactly. Like they, these these parents might be nice, but I don't know them. I'm not I don't need to know them. 
Brutal, brutal. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into it. It's Thanksgiving week. So this yeah. this uh, podcast is going to drop a little early, give you guys a chance to check in on the short week. So hopefully you guys appreciate that. But let's check in on some emails, Ed. First email, guys, I just ordered two pairs of quote online only underwear sponsored by some podcasts elsewhere. Hey, get with me underwear companies. Yeah. I will, I haven't worn underwear since 1991, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing me undies is the, the company. Well, Hey, whoever, I know there's more than one, whoever you could, you could convert me. I will start wearing undies just for you. I must be some kind of asshole because they failed to mention that they didn't come with the ubiquitous dick hole. What the fuck? What? what kind of monster pulls her pants all the way down at the urinal at work? <laughs> Do millennials exclusively work from home in sweatpants or, or just have more dexterity with their Randy Johnsons? <laughs> I will be going back to less douchey drawers with grandpa dick slots. Keep up the Lord's work with the pod. Please keep us up to date with any additional creeper requests for fancy. It allows me to affirm that I am not a fucking dirtbag like those other guys, parentheses, ish. Thanks. Thanks. That's from Jay in Denver. Um, I do like when I, I'm not an underwear guy, but I do like when I do the gym, I, ha- I do like the spandex ones to keep your balls in place. Okay. And th- those have no dick hole. Those are just like. You know, yeah. but they're not, those aren't full-time undies, right? I, I mean, I, I like having a layer between the zipper and my dong. I just yeah. do. I know. So I know. I go, I've zipped my dick up before a bunch of but times. I go with, I go with a super baggy pair of boxers. Like I don't like yeah. to feel underwear. So and then I you got to really tuck them into the jeans every time though. You really, cause they ride up boxers. Mm, I don't know. It's just I I, okay. I want to feel I want to feel as close to not wearing underwear as possible. Right. Yeah. So maybe a little bit of work, but but without the dick hole, one that sounds like a Seinfeld plot line, right? Like yeah. like the wrong underwear. But I was thinking that means that underwear is designed by a woman. You'd think, yeah, it's because not you or like like nope. a real metro dude. Oh, Euro, Euro. Yeah, yeah, European guy. There you go. But. It's like it's one of those things that I I I fully respect women's opinions and things. Oh yes, but not across the board, right? Just like yeah. just what like when uh, a a wife girlfriend gives you an opinion on which which of her friends is is really good looking, yes, and then you find right. out, and you're like, well, not really. No, no, she's yeah. beautiful. She's gorgeous. No, well, usually kind of fat when they say yeah, that. Yeah, right. Gorgeous, striking, <laughs> striking is a good yes. one. Yeah, well, you do notice her. You notice yeah. her and feel her presence. <laughs> yeah, she's striking, all right. Yes, I agree, yes. But yeah, but overall, like, yeah, women are great, but like, yeah, probably shouldn't be taking their beauty recommendations and uh, beautiful friend recommendations and underwear design. I I agree. And, you know, I'm, I have a sort of similar situation. I, I don't wear undies. But I'm a I'm a pee through the zipper guy. You know, I leave the belt right. done. I just unzip and just pull my junk out and just pee. And I got some new Levi's and they're 501 Z button, button fly. fly. Like I I get I only the, went button fly once in my life. 
Yeah, I get that old Levi Strauss was making shit for miners back in the day, Ed. But we got we got modern conveniences now. Like I don't need my pants to button up in the front. That's all well and good for Amish people who don't believe in zippers. But like, yeah, wait. I mean, zippers were invented in Hoboken, New Jersey. We we need to recognize these things. These are great. But yes, it's it it definitely affects my pants. Yeah, zippers were. Yeah, I think they were like invented like for for boots originally that was that was the thing because people were like I'm tired of buckling my Right. But like zippers are such a fucking easy thing. Like you don't you don't need button flies. You just don't need it. You don't. You don't need it. It's true. I did one time I did I, I have zipped myself up a couple times. It hasn't happened in a long time. Usually you get yourself like right around the circumcision area where the you know, like right around the foreskin. But one time, Ed, I got the the tip. I zipped the tip of my dick in the zipper and I, I had to wrench it out. It's like it something left. about Mary. Yeah, it was similar. But oh. it, it left the two little teeth of the zipper. It left like a little mark. In like the, you were in, you were attacked by a mini shark. Yes, yes. <laughs> in, it was like in, that. That uh, what is it? Bethany Hamilton. You were right. you were like that yes. surfer, right? Tiger Shark got me. Yeah, I, it was in the. It was actually in the crown of my penis. Also, oh. I don't have time today. But remind me about the time I had a very serious. I'll to tell you the story about the time I had a very serious accident while oh. shaving my ball sack. Guys, because I'll forget. What are you going straight razor? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to tell a story now because it's a little bit of a long story. But I will tell it another go- time. Guys, remind me to tell you that story. Uh, okay, next email. Ballers, the J Stew Focus Podcast will go down in podcast history as the gold standard of how an enigmatic actor's career needs to be discussed. I recently logged some significant hours driving, and as a result, I experienced a gamut of urinal behavior. <laughs> Over the we got a theme going here, Ed. Over the course of my trip, I saw unbuckle pants to piss guy. That's me sometimes, apparently. Lift up one leg of your shorts to piss guy. I feel like that's a um, you got to be a baby boomer to do that. Like no one <laughs> under the age of fifty-seven has ever done that. And you you told me I remember year or two ago, you were like, oh, this is like an epidemic. Maybe because you live in more of a shorts community than I do. Yes. But you started sending me pictures of men from behind doing the... the (laughs) I did. I put one on Instagram and people were like, oh, you're, you know, asshole. Like, I'm like, what? It's just, this is the kind of behavior that needs to be shamed. Oh, shame them for sure. Right. And he goes on and stands uncomfortably far away from the urinal to piss guy. The mm-hmm. only character I didn't see on this trip, but I've seen before, is pants all the way to the floor to piss guy. That's usually a guy that's, you know, he's he's a wise guy that's doing that, or he's a little off. I haven't, yeah, right, if he's a little off. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't done that move, but I think I told you, I heard in an interview that Paul Rudd, every time he's in the bathroom that's, with that's cool. uh, yeah. Jason Siegel, he does it, and he said, like, even at, like, the airport, like yeah. he'll do it with twenty guys around, and I think that's pretty awesome. It's a it's a wise I've, guy move. Paul Rudd's a wise guy. I've I've never done it, but like I think yeah, if I'm if I'm in the men's room with a, with a buddy, yeah, especially at like a game or something, that would be pretty totally. awesome to just I'm gonna go do down. 
I'm going to do it if I can think of it at the right time. Yeah, me too. I'm going to do it too. Uh, I was left with a question for you all. What is the acceptable way to use a urinal? I feel like I've been doing something wrong all my life. That's from Ben906. Ed, you want to field that one? Well, I, back to the, the underwear thing. It's, it's a, you know, just standard. You've got, you've got, you've got the easy route between men right. and women. Men, yeah. they, have, they have equipment to just easily just go through the hole and go to the bathroom. But... I, I, I'm always struggling with urinals and w- angles and stuff like that. Cause it's really gross when you're in like, especially like a totally. stadium splashback. It's just splashbacks awful. And it's like, there's gotta be technology at this point. There has to be better technology. Well, now they do. Some of them give you the target. I don't know the brand of urinal, but there's a little picture of a bee and it's like, it's like stenciled on to the actual urinal and that's where you're supposed to aim your stream that's the least splashback position p right on that little b right but there's 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 so many ways it can go wrong yeah and you know sometimes you're drunk sometimes you get a little more pressure coming out of there than you're used to but right. I, I i would say also don't even get me started on these floor urinals like whose idea was that that's that's just right. a splash. You're getting everybody's splash there. You're 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 peeing from right. a, Sever- a, a right. off a Couple building, f- pretty much. Few feet away. Yes. It's not working. The, there's also the guy that leans in way too far. Right. Like, yeah. Like, how, are you are you trying to fuck this urinal? Yeah. Like, how small is your dick, dude? I'm not looking. You know, you're not. It's not like you're Leonardo DiCaprio. It's. Right. You're, I don't know who the fuck you are. I'm not looking at your dick, guy. He had a normal, now you're causing me to look over because your arms are actually touching the porcelain for some reason. That's very weird to me. I used to work with a real creeper named Evan. Oh, and yeah. he, he would go, and fuck him, he was a real Wall Street <laughs> uh, Any Any word from um, Danny, what's his name, Danny, Bron- Danny Bennett? <laughs> Close enough. I'm, maybe I shouldn't have gone, because okay. you could look him up. That's unfortunate, Evan, but I'll never forget Evan the, the shit running, shit running down his leg <laughs> in the dugout, third grade. Um, Evan the but, Wall Street pisser, but creeper. This dude used to go forearm against the wall as he was pissing. Yeah, yeah. Like what? I'm sorry. Did I wake you? What? What's going on here? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been in a position where I've needed to steady myself. I'm not saying like a hangover. I'm saying on a Tuesday, you know, at 1030 in the morning, like this guy ever, it was always with him, forearm against the wall. And yeah, maybe he was, he was going for a peek because that also seemed like maybe that was in his bailiwick, but, (laughs) but Still, it was very odd. Like he would be in the he'd be in the men's room by himself, and you'd walk in and you'd see a guy with his forearm against the wall. Like, what are you doing, yeah. buddy? Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's off putting to say the least. Um, I ran into a situation, not a urinal situation, this weekend where well, it was no, it was the weekend before last. Had had a little event here locally, and uh, Fancy Sauce and myself were staying in a hotel, and we went to the went to the hotel room. And we went in the room, both of us, and then I well, i had that cart. I'd brought the cart. I'd waved off the bellhop, and I just pulled the cart with our luggage myself. Right. And I, I go out the door of the room, and then there's an, a, there's an 
ante door out to the outside. And so I open that door and I push the cart out and I turn around and the goddamn outer door locked behind me. It was one of those deals where you needed to use the room key. Oh to, no. And, and so I'm like texting fancy sauce, but she's not, she's probably going to the bathroom herself or something. She doesn't have her phone in her hand in the room. She's, you know, she's 20 feet away from me, but I can't get a hold of her. And I really, I, Ed, this is going to come as a shock to you. I've been overserved. Mm-hmm. And I, I really had to take a leak. And so being a man and being in the state that I was, I just unzipped and peed right there on the lawn of the hotel, just right out front. And fancy Fair sauce, enough. fancy sauce came up behind me. And she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Hey, I had to go. I had to do it." But uh, okay. that's that's the beauty yeah. of being a, a, a guy. Superior race, as far as you know, <laughs> most things. Race, yeah, gender, whatever. Same difference. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Speaking of race, this one starts, dear, well-intentioned white people, I couldn't help but chime in regarding the emailer who was worried about giving off the false perception that he supported Trump. It's from last week, if you guys aren't caught up. Let me start by saying that I appreciate that you guys understand or are trying to understand the ramifications of the results from two weeks ago. I've said a lot about the election among friends and family in the days after, but out of respect for the lighthearted nature of the show, I'll skip the in-depth stuff about how weird it is that white people are worried about being stereotyped as Trump supporters (laughs) when we've had to deal with being stereotyped as much worse since you've already hit on that in the previous episode. I will say this, though. We can tell when white people try too hard to relate to us. Because then it could come off as fake and pandering, unless that's what you are already. So, be mindful of that. The election results are still raw to a lot of us, and there's some real uncertainty about what the next four years will have in store. So for the time being, some of us might not want to talk to you for a few weeks, even if you mean well. I don't think I have anything to say other than what's already being suggested. Own it. Keep listening to the concerns of others. Keep calling out bullshit when you hear it and for the love of god don't even bother with that safety pin fuckery that just looks stupid hashtag team current that's from kevin near dc good man thanks Thanks for that kevin yeah i appreciate that i like that what i did say i i said to what was it len in pennsylvania i said we're we're fucking wearing it there's no Yeah. There's no there's no getting around it. We're wearing it because white guys are definitely assholes and w- we proved it on election day. I do I do feel like there is some there is a segment of the population that is very conscious of not wanting to be lumped in or being thought of as racist. Today, I was getting some coffee this afternoon and there was a guy with a sort of a duck dynasty look, a bikerish look, very long beard, long hair, um, and was just overly, there was like some older women walking in in front of me and he ran up ahead and grabbed the door and greeted everybody and was just like super friendly. And I don't, you know, he, maybe he's been like that his whole life, but I definitely feel like there is some, there's a conscious effort to say, Hey, I look like the kind of guy that people think might be an asshole and I, that's especially, uh, you know, people are especially predisposed to that right now. I should go out of my way to let them know, hey, I'm not an asshole. 
So good for him. And whatever motivation, yeah, it's probably a good idea to be a better person. Yeah, just, just be just nice to people. Be a better, be nice to people. Fuck faces. Yeah, be fucking nice to people. So Ed, uh, let's talk about some sports. Let's get into our stories. Excellent emails from everybody. Let's talk sports. We got something. Uh, oh, by the way, I haven't heard from our um, good guy, faithful listener. Haven't heard from our um, Joe Paterno truther lately. Oh, yeah, there was. Uh, I blocked him, though. I know. So. We, have, we have a listener. <laughs> nice guy. Always very friendly. Very cordial. Have no problem with him. He just happens to be a Joe Paterno truther. And we've we've talked about truthers on this show, and that that extends to the Joe Paterno situation. I didn't know yeah. there were Joe Paterno truthers, but there are. Uh, but you know who isn't a Joe Paterno truther is this guy that used to play at Wisconsin, right, Ed? That's right. In an interview with Men's Health magazine, I think last week, Detroit Lions linebacker DeAndre Levy, 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 probably. Yeah, Levy yeah. is Levy is like Eugene Levy. Right, it's a little more Jewy. Right, I'm the, not, the, <clears throat> DeAndre I Levy. I don't know if there's ever been a Jewish guy called DeAndre, but I could be wrong. No, no, I can't. I can't see it. Although there is combo. a Jewish, there is a Jewish Amari Stadtmeyer. So that's true. <laughs> but he converted. Any, any anything's on the table. <laughs> anyway, he was asked in an interview, and I've read the full interview. Really interesting dude. It's, yeah, he it's is. Always, it's always refreshing to just hear people with like, who just, it seems like they never just sit down and watch TV. Yeah, right. Like, like I, I feel like that's like a superpower. Like, they don't seem like they're lazy, even like, after they've been smashing their bodies to bits. It's like, oh, then he went and visited Peru because it seemed like a cool thing to do. It's like, yeah. Don't you just want to like kind of chill for a while? Just always absorbing information. I had never heard of this guy before this story, but I, I got the same vibe from him. But anyway, he uh, he recalled his favorite moment in college, and it was when he was a member of the Wisconsin Badgers. On one play against Penn State, Levy made a sideline tackle that accidentally dove him into Coach Joe Paterno, breaking Joe Pa's left leg. Ten years later, Levy now calls the incident my proudest moment in college. <laughs> that that dirtbag man said to Levy of Paterno, who is recently implicated as implicated as being aware of child sexual abuse committed by his assistant Jerry Sandusky as early as 1976. We've got to stop prioritizing sports over humanity, says Levy. Just because someone can throw a football or coach football, they're excluded from their wicked acts. Brian, in these dark times, isn't it a great pick-me-up to imagine the pain endured by that jerk-off who looked the other way while his defensive coordinator was pulling a Jared from Subway? Yes, it is. And that, it's very, very um, prescient and and interesting the way this guy said it. Because it is, it's something that not enough of us think about, that sports are just sports. And to some people... They are everything. And to some people who make their living in sports, and we've seen this at Penn State, and we've seen this at Baylor. We've seen this at a couple programs at Baylor where people at Florida State, uh, you know, there's there's situations that are bigger than sports. But because people in these small towns are so consumed with the, the, the so much of their identity is tied in to how many games a fucking football team wins that they will overlook 
these just massive, massive, <clears throat> awful things that are happening. In this case, this guy was a football coach who clearly looked the other way at, at I mean, boy they're, buggering. They're point- they're pointing to evidence in 1976. Yeah, in the 70s. And you could say, well, he took him off the team. I know that he was LeVar Arrington's defensive coordinator. So, yeah. like, 1976, LeVar Arrington was probably in college in 2000. Right. You know, it, like, it was... It was Redskin. Decades, decades yeah. while this guy was still allowed to be... The coordinator. Even after, even when he wasn't uh, right, then actually he just used employed, the facilities. Yeah, he was. He was in there showering with thirteen-year-olds at the facilities. Like this, and, just yeah. No one thought that was weird at all. And like I, I when I when I was applying to college, like I, I there's not really a New York City area football team like i no. i kind of liked penn state at the time but yeah. like immediately i feel they're the most most loathsome school in america because of all the things i mean i hate ohio state and i mean oh, me there's too. plenty me of too. plenty of teams to hate but like they fucking enabled a child predator totally. that should make them the most hateable team in america isn't penn state happy valley isn't it like sort of remote too, isn't it like yeah one of these it's not places? it's not it's not near anything yeah it's out in the middle of nowhere so the only the only way you know about them is because of their football team and that i think that really permeates the populace where they they turn this joe paterno guy into a god and they just cannot deal with the fact that this guy was not only fallible like all of us are but complicit in something very very awful that's that's hard for them to compute which is probably why they're truthers right yeah uh, okay what else is going on uh this is we're gonna we're gonna go into the uh, category of amateur sports all right um uh, okay 19 year old hector frary was caught doing 84 miles per hour on the kilpatrick turnpike in o- oklahoma city this past week mm-hmm. yeah so once those cop lights go on, the cop car lights go on, you have two choices. First yeah. is to pull over yeah. and take your medicine. Uh, Hector chose door number two. Mm. He Interesting. turned off his lights and floored his heavily modified 2011 Ford Mustang. Wow. Frary was first clocked at a speed of 178 and reached 208 miles per hour wow. on the Oklahoma Highway. Now, apparently in Oklahoma, there's a county called Canadian County. Uh, but Canadian County deputy was was sitting in a parking lot and spotted the car and was able to intercept it. Um, Hector pulled over, dropped his keys out the window, was arrested, and later charged with reckless driving and felony eluding. Now, Brian, if you were his lawyer, is the only defense to claim he was just trying to get out of Oklahoma? Right. Well, he he would be like, Your Honor, not only was my client driving through the state of Oklahoma, but he was also named Hector while driving through the state of Oklahoma. So you you can see the rationale here. He was trying to get to the Texas state line just so he could get a, a fair trial. You you have to understand. Uh yeah, you you know these these kids and their Ford Mustangs. This, these Mustangs, it's a it's a car that uh, 
young person. It's a resurgence, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're like that was like the guy that was like the seventy seventies dad car, and now I see like a a fair amount of them because they're cheap and they go fast. And so, of course, these young kids are driving these fast ass Mustangs. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what going. 208 miles an hour and trying to elude the cops in Oklahoma gets you, but I feel like it's not as bad as if you were in like a metropolitan area, like a developed state, right? No, Oklahoma, I've never been, right? but I well, was has? in Arkansas. I was driving through Arkansas one oh, time because it's near Memphis. Yeah. And I was in Memphis and I was driving and fell asleep. And drifted like way off the road and oh didn't God. notice it because yeah. it was all flat. Yeah. Like there's, that's <laughs> right. what I imagine Oklahoma City. Yes. Like yeah. you don't realize that you could be 40 feet off the road because yeah, yeah. there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know whether or not you're on. It doesn't even matter if you're on the road or not. Right. Uh, I do like that this Hector kid has the requisite pube stash. Like yeah. he's. He's got, he's clearly never shaved in his life and just what he's just allowed whatever's grown in to just stay there. And it looks like he plays Dungeons and Dragons. He's got some zits. Like he looks exactly how you would picture a kid racing his Mustang 208 miles an hour across. He's he's guilty of one thing, not getting women. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. He's not, he did not go to uh, prison for impregnating the most chicks in Oklahoma. That's for sure. Certainly not. Okay. What else is going on? All right. Despite finishing with six fewer first place votes than Tigers ace, Justin Verlander, Red Sox pitcher, Rick Porcello won the AL Cy Young last week. Now, many people were not happy, including Verlander's fiance, Kate Upton. The supermodel then took to Twitter. Hey, at MLB, I thought I was the only person allowed to fuck Justin Verlander. What two writers didn't have him on their ballot? He had the majority of first place votes and two writers didn't even have him on their ballots. Can you be more out of, can you pick more out of touch people to vote? Now, Brian, considering he's already banked $142 million, will make 28 a year for the next four years and has maybe the biggest supermodel of her generation bragging about fucking him. You'd think he lives the life. But then considering he has to live and play in Detroit, I'm giving you one choice. Would you rather be Brian Beckner or Justin Verlander? Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Because his career is... I thought he sucked now. What He got good again? Yeah, I guess he had a resurgence. Yeah, he won won the ERA title. But there is something that she should have pointed out. That both of those guys can go fuck themselves because Zach Britton had the best reliever, had the best season ever for a reliever. He should have won. Yeah, but, there you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, this Kate Upton. I, oh my goodness. I find her very attractive. And of course. of course, I never looked at those pictures from the fappening that happened no. a while back because that's just wrong to do. I would never do that. But I heard that there were some extremely naughty pictures of her taken by Justin Verlander at post-coital images, Ed. Oh, my. So this... this I actually haven't seen them, but... I'm well, neither have I, obviously. As I just announced, I have not seen them either. But what I heard is, like, I mean, I've seen, like, um, cave drawings of them. Mm. Like, art, like, courthouse artist renderings. 
Okay, so that's and how I know what they look she's like. She's all that in a bag of chips. Yeah, I mean, just look at her. Like she's. But the, here's oh my the thing. Goodness. Justin Verlander plays in Michigan. This is Kate Upton. She's from Michigan. Is and, she really? Yes. And this. So this is the kind. This is the sort of thing that happens when somebody is maybe doesn't have the most refined upbringing. They will say things like, "I thought I was the only." one that got to fuck Justin Verlander in a tweet. Like, I don't, I get that you're, I get that you're angry, but this doesn't do, you're a public person and you both are. This doesn't do a lot for either of your personas. You're, you know, you're trying to be an, an, an endorser. You're trying to be a face of things. You don't, you don't want the, this sort of crass language to be associated with you. There's a way you could say things more nicely and less awful. Um, also, is there yes. is there ever a bigger clash, a, a bigger dichotomy of beautiful versus ugly than Kate Upton going after a baseball beat writer? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Again, yes. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, it is. It's not ideal, but you gotta. I mean, just just let it happen. I'm sure he had a big bonus in his contract that comes with winning Cy Young awards and. Uh, you know, it's, he had the most first place votes, but these, these beat writers, they still think wins is an, uh, it's, is an ins- uh, important statistic for a pitcher when that's a team dependent stat. Like you can, yeah, right. you could be the best pitcher in the league, but you if your team doesn't score runs, you're not going to get a lot of wins. So having 20 wins is not doesn't mean what it meant in the sixties before we were able to analyze everything else that a guy does on the field. And it turns out that a pitcher's win total is a very, very stupid measure of how good he is. Right. When I pointed out that if, uh, I mean, I'm sad to admit I'm an old man that I follow baseball, but, but yeah, Zach Britton was, was tremendous, but, if you're going to say it's the best starter is wins that award, sure. it was definitely Verlander. Yeah. Uh, if, if people looked at the the Red Sox this year, Rick Porcello would have been like the eighth most important guy on that team. Yeah. Like they were all about runs. There, right. there was no reason for that guy to, to win. I mean, he, he had like, you know, a nice ERA and all, but like he won the, the wins race this year because he had David Ortiz in Run a support. In an interesting career resurgence year, where, when, he? where miraculously he he got healthier than ever at age forty or forty one. That's and I mean this guy's from the Dominican Republic, so put put some air quotes around that forty or forty one. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm forty one. I don't. I you put me and David Ortiz next to each other and ask you know, do, do the Pepsi challenge on that. Who, which one of these people is 41. I don't think anybody would, would guess David Ortiz. Uh, uh, yeah. Interesting. And also they have some guy called Mookie. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. A good player. I mean, I hate the Red Sox, but they had, Zan- they had a Xander. Xander Bogarts is really good. Mookie right. Betts. Like Rick Porcello was, was not, was not the reason they were a good team. No, Rick Porcello sounds like the sixth man on the, from the white shadow. <laughs> like yeah. not, doesn't sound like a major league pitcher. You know who one of the white shadow hoops players turned out to be? Uh, Marvin Berry from back to back to the future. 
you know, oh. Chuck Berry's cousin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's Marvin Berry. Oh, that's always fun. Okay, Ed. Let's do it. Oftentimes, a lot of times on this show, we give Canada credit for things, and rightly so. Fuck yeah. They got some stuff figured out up there with the legal weed and the nationalized healthcare. It's my understanding that those Montreal strip clubs are pretty nice. But... And I, although we've got a really shitty leader about to take office, uh, their guy seems pretty good, but his name is Justin. His name, his name is Justin, and he's... Doesn't very, seem very leader. No, you shouldn't have the, the, the uh, boss of your country, the prime minister, whatever they call it up there, should not be called Justin. But I will right. say this. The guy is dreamy. He's dreamy, and he seems... Hey, uh, this has nothing to do with his policies. I'm just saying Justin reminds me of like the son in a 90s movie. Yeah, no. It it doesn't it doesn't strike me as a world leader. I totally agree with you. Uh he, and also your world leader, your your wife should not be wanting to have sex with the the leader of your country. Like that's mm. that, that's just not that doesn't work for me. But Canada in general, like they got rid of the penny a long time ago. They got the dollar right. coin. The that's two, a boss move. The $2 coin, like they got, they got it figured out up there, but some shit up there, Ed, is still fucked up. Okay. And thankfully, it seems like our forward-thinking neighbors to the north are about to finally right some of their national wrongs. Canada, this is the headline, Canada is set to abolish a controversial ban on anal sex. Canadians risk up to 10 years in jail if convicted of sodomy, sodomy. Wow. But Justice Minister, so oh, well, hold on. Justice Minister Jody Wilson-Raybould. Jody? I know. Is, they can't be a justice minister no, named it's Jody. It's crazy. Is set to announce a relaxation of the law. Interesting that they're relaxing their law on anal sex. Many had campaigned against the Did ban. Did they relax it with amyl nitrates? Yes. Poppers. Many had campaigned <laughs> against the ban, saying it discriminated against gay men. Well, duh. That's the point, isn't it? Right. The current law does not enforce a blanket ban. Somebody's getting fresh with the copy here. Making exceptions for straight married couples and consenting adults over 18. Canada's age of consent is 18. The practice is completely banned if more than two people are present in the room. Wow. <laughs> so many. It would be difficult for one. Yes. So, Ed, I mean, were we wrong about Canada and considering their backwards-ass laws, should we rename it Canada-Bama or Canada-Kinsaw? <laughs> I, I, I think we, you know, we've praised them and they're wrong, but they're correcting their wrongs. And... I like that they're adopting the one in the rectum doesn't affect them policy. <laughs> yes, I agree. Up the bu- up the bum, no harm done, kind of thing. How do you how do you even know? Like how these laws that like Ted Cruz was really trying to get passed when he was Attorney General of Texas, like these 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 um, bedroom the, like these sexual proclivity laws like what is the even the point like this is stuff people are doing in the privacy of their own homes like how would you even enforce such a thing but apparently the the province 
because they don't have states up there, Ed, and provinces. The province of Ontario has charged 22 people with this offense over the last eight years. Well, I mean, is it like caught in a in a nah, public like in restroom public, kind that's of what thing? I would think that's what I would think. It's, I mean, you know, one of those one of those parks that a lot of a lot of middle aged men, the George Michael thing, hanging around. Yeah, there's there's places. But like I that. am I am fine with charging people for fucking in public restrooms. Well, of course, like you know, it's pretty gross. The only reason why a person who needs to go is in there is because the situation is dire. Seeing two, two, two anything's fucking in there is not what you want to see. No. You just want to go and try to hold your nose it's while you're doing it. Not very sanitary. But pretty gross. But it's weird. I would think the only way that comes up is like the angry wife. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Files of protest, totally. you know, sodomy protest because she didn't realize that her husband, her husband was more into wide stance and right wide stance. Her husband yeah. was more into the view than she was, kind of thing. Like I get it, yeah, that's how these I, things I, come up. But it's 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 just awful. Like there are so many rules. Like I I remember seeing, um, you know, the most antiquated rules in each state, and there are states that like. You could get caught for some horrible things that are, like, under the guise of, like, yeah. you know. Oh, so any, like, gay activity you could still get Yeah, they're, persecuted most, they're mostly in the bottom right-hand corner. <laughs> That's right. Bible, Bible Belt. Yeah. Big Ed, shock. Ed, are you familiar with virtual reality? I am. Yeah. It seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's for me. Ed, Show me a new technology, and I will show you a guy that's working on a way to fuck it. Let mm-hmm. me introduce you to the iTunes of blowjobs. Blowcast, a virtual on-demand marketplace. Blowcast allows a user to buy a simulated blowjob from dozens of amateur and professional cam girls. I don't... And I don't fuck around with these amateur cam girls. I only want to go to the professional ones. I, I, I need to make sure they're licensed. Of course. Before I do this. The way it works is a cam model interested in offering a simulated blowjob is given a Karoo Pearl, a vibrating dildo that has been hacked by cam soda. Oh, a hacked dildo. No thanks. <laughs> I only want legitimate dildos. To collect sensory data while the model fellates the device. What a great word. Fellatio. It's a perfect word. Verb form, fellate. Love it. This data is then uploaded to a repository on Blowcast, and a user can select a blowjob based on the model and user review. So you go online, you go, I would like to be blown by Rebecca. And you click on her, and then you download it to your fleshlight or whatever it is, and that thing blows you as though she would have. Ed, if this software exists... But the instructions were in Thai. Would you be able to transact a virtual blowjob? <laughs> keep keep the hits coming. But I will say this: yes. there's a name for virtual blowjobs. It's masturbating. It's called jerking off. Yeah, just jerk it. All of this jerk is nonsense, yes. and it hasn't been intentional in well over a decade. But I've clicked on the POV porn. Not my favorite. Don't like it. And you know what it is? Yeah. I find myself being like, hey, 
That's not my dick. Yeah. Like, what, what's going on here? It's very weird. I don't. I don't have black pubes. What is this? <laughs> yes, it's very. It's, it's very, right. Like it's what yes. now. I'm now. I'm using some other guy's dick. Like, stop. Not into it. Yeah, not it, into it's it. No whatsoever. good. I don't like it. Also, this whole thing about robot fucking, like Westworld and the real doll, and they're like, you know, right. like in 10 years, you're not going to be able to know the difference, and everybody's going to be fucking robots. I'm not going to be fucking any robots. I'll tell it's you that still right blow now. up dolls. Yeah. It's the still, I've always wondered, like, the old school, like, oh, it's a big joke, but like, there are people that just like lay on top of a fucking doll and so fuck weird. it. It's so like, weird. that's. That's the saddest thing. Like jerking off, it's not the proudest moment of your life, it's fine. but it, it happens. It does the job. It's, it's but like fucking a doll. Like Jesus, isn't like eighty percent of the fucking the fact that you have attracted somebody to want to fuck you? <laughs> that's right. Like, isn't that the thing? Like, if you could just fuck a doll, that's like ninety percent of the fun part is gone. Like anybody and can that do doll, that. that doll with the stupid mouth, the that's, circular that's, mouth, that's so like. Weird. So if you're fucking it downstairs, you're just staring at the blowjob mouth. Like, it's very odd. Very weird. Speaking of weird, Ed, a Nigerian butcher stole meat from a warehouse. Nigerian butcher sounds like a a great 80s wrestler. Like (laughs) The Nigerian butcher. Iron Mike Sharp versus the Nigerian butcher on USA Network. Uh, he stole meat from a warehouse after a witch doctor sold him a charm he claimed would make him invisible. The man repeatedly visited a warehouse and helped himself to large slabs of meat, thinking no one could see him, Ed. He believed he was invisible, having been sold charms by a witch doctor. When he was discovered, this is why you don't want to fuck around in Nigeria. No, certainly not. Because when he was discovered stealing meat, an angry mob beat him, comma, stripped him naked and wanted to lynch him for practicing witchcraft. He was, he was rescued by police and is now facing trial. Ed, in terms of superpowers, where does invisibility rank for you? And further, assuming a witch doctor doctor hooked you up with invisibility, where would stealing meat rank in terms of uses for your newfound powers? I want to be, Hey, I want to be invisible so I can go steal some meat. I forget. I think I think I read an interview with Will Ferrell years ago, and they asked him what his you know preferred superhero thing, and he goes, "I would like to be invisible, and then I would just publicly urinate places, <laughs> yes. and people would be like, where's this urine coming from?'" <laughs> I always thought that was brilliant. Yes. I mean, who wouldn't want to be invisible? It'd be like, nice. Yeah, I mean, I would like to fly. I just to not deal with travel, but then again, like I don't want to be up with birds. Birds are garbage. Yeah, that's um, true. But Nigerian butcher, back to that. Like if I were living in Nigeria, just think of like the the board of health ratings they oh, would yeah. be getting if they operated in a first world country. Well, yeah, they're they're warehousing their meat first of all. Yeah, that's 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 a little off putting. Yeah, I would turn into Ted Nugent over there. I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna kill my it's, own meat. Like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not trusting that you put this this piece of bead on a shelf for four and a half weeks. And now you're selling it to me. No, no. I once saw Anthony Bourdain eat, eat an asshole over there. It was a, uh, oh. like a, some kind of boar or something. He had to eat the asshole. And it was like, it was like 
the uh, the tribe, it was like an honor to be given the asshole to eat. Mm. You know? What a treat. Yes, he was, and how. He's very lucky. Okay, one last story. Ed. Wait, but one yeah. thing about that, I've, I think I've mentioned it a couple times on the podcast. Just Google Ed Begley Jr. Invisible Man. And that yes. anytime I hear Invisible Man, it's the best. He thinks he's invisible and he's naked and he's running around a bar and everybody's looking at him like, what is up with this guy? Just... It's like a clip from some random silly movie, but it's it's really funny. We I think we last time we talked about it, we posted on our Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. It's not a radio station; it is a podcast. <laughs> radio station. It's crazy. And we've talked about this already. Who amongst us doesn't like watching people have sex? Like it's <laughs> it's just one of it's maybe you might not discuss it, but everybody pretty much. <laughs> unless they're really suppressing it sort of enjoys watching nice looking people engage in coital activity. Coitus. Coitus. But wedding guests in China apparently really enjoy it, Ed, because a shocking video shows a newlywed couple in China being forced to strip naked before having sex in front of wedding guests. This sounds like a game show. This sounds, are we sure this wasn't a Japanese game show? The video the video shows the pair led in bed together as giggling friends cheered them on. One guest watches the bride and groom hug, but isn't satisfied, shouting, You climb onto his body now. Another female guest tries to reposition the woman's thigh over the top of her husband, while a third asks, Are you two attached to each other? Uh, Ed, this is very And and by the way, you know, we try not to, you know, judge everybody and and get into stereotypes, but why so much giggling? Seriously, yeah. There's like, so much so giggling. Giggling yeah. is a creepy thing. It really is. Laughter is 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 fine. Just let it. You out. know, you laugh, but giggling <laughs> is like <laughs> I'm so creepy. <laughs> yeah, like what is what is happening here isn't right, and that's why I can't laugh about it. I have to awkwardly giggle. <laughs> yeah. Ed, isn't watching the bride and groom consummate their marriage on the dance floor still less awkward than the whole uh, removal of the garter belt ceremony? (laughs) That's the worst. That's the worst. And, like, there's always that uncle that's a little too into it. Yes. Yeah. Like, really trying to get up and get up. Hey, no. Like, go slow. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, hang on, hang on. Oh, he didn't do it right. Like, do it again. Like, it's real creepy. Um, I still struggle looking at the mother and father of the bride during an off-color uh, best man speech. Oh, yeah. So if I had to watch their baby girl get fucked on a, uh, on a dance floor, <laughs> I would really struggle with this one. <laughs> I, I, I got to agree. That would be, that'd be tough for the mom and dad. I didn't think about that. But the upside in this is in only seven or eight years, the baby they just created will be making your iPhone. That's true. <laughs> For a couple of cents a day. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Good okay. Times. And it is time. Our very own pop culture correspondent joins us now to talk about everything that's going on in the world of pop culture. She, I noticed she was just 
across the room here, not really paying attention, but when we were talking about Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Swooning. Her, her eyes really, or her ears really perked up. She's like, oh, I wonder what they're talking about over there. Uh, <laughs> of course, I'm talking about our very own Fancy Sauce. How are you, Fancy? Good, Justin Trudeau. Is he, like, really that yeah. hot? Like, he's got good hair. Sexy, yeah. yeah. All right, but before you answer that, who's the hottest Canadian uh, politician ever? Justin or Rob Ford? Or what about Brian Mulroney? Are you a big <laughs> Brian Mulroney fan? Mulroney, Mulroney looks like he would be bad in the sack, but Rob Ford, Tiger Cat. R.I.P. R. Rob Go- Ford. I have to Google Rob Oh, you don't Ford. remember Rob, the crack-smoking oh, Toronto mayor? The best. I, don't, I, I mean, I know who he is. I just, I, I don't, yeah. can't remember what he Yeah, have a, have a look he at was, him. He was equal dimensions. He was a perfectly me? round yes. human being. Yeah, imagine a, yeah. imagine a beach ball, a sentient oh, beach yeah. ball. Rob Ford for the win. <laughs> Love that guy. Just, oh, dude, he liked, he liked to party. He'd smoke is this crack. Is a real person? <laughs> well, I like his, his, his excuse when he got caught on video smoking crack. He's like, hey. Who among us hasn't gotten drunk? It was like, well, yes. yeah. it looks like a giant yeah. cane toad. Yes, like t- telling your mother-in-law off is one thing, or something like that. Yeah. Like smoking crack. Like, oh, I'm so fucked up. Hey, how about I try a drug that like is really serious from the movie New Jack City? Yeah, his whole thing was is that yeah, I don't know if I smoke crack because I was so fucked up at the time. <laughs> like, how that's would always, I know? That's it's, always my excuse. All of us have smoked crack when we were so drunk. Right. Like, who has it? Who didn't? <laughs> uh, also, there's a learning curve when it comes to smoking crack. Like, you just don't... Exactly. You don't just, like, pick up... It's like operating a bong for the first time. You're like, wait, how do you do this? Like, you don't just automatically... You're not... You don't come out of the womb knowing how to smoke crack. Uh, okay. Before we get into... We have live coaching. We don't. We well. We have an F. Mary Kill ish. That's <laughs> really. He comes up with one of these every week. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving to you, ish. Here's this week's FMK. Next Hang on, but uh, but uh, I, I will come to his defense because I understand he's a punching bag. Yes. For for some of the other listeners, not by me. I I enjoy his contributions. I enjoy. You know what he does? He yeah. he set it up. It's a minimal email. We don't have to sift through it. Yep. This week's FMK. Here it is. Have yeah. at it. Yeah. That's that's a perfect email. I totally agree. It's not bad. Uh, here's this week's FMK. And he likes to do matching names. Mary Steenburgen, Mary J. Blige, Mary Louise Parker. Ed, I'll let you I'll let you start. This it's... isn't for me to join in. No, we're all gonna do it. I'm not a lesbian. I'm gonna get yeah. some water. Okay. You, guys. you could still we do the guy ones. Hey, you do you participate. You th- th- Throw guys out there, I'm definitely going to tell you which one I'm fucking. Of course. Okay. Um, Mary Steenburgen, Mary J. Blige, Mary Louise Parker. Anyone who saw that clip of Mary J. Blige with Hillary Clinton knows she has to be murdered. (laughs) That was very I'd forgotten about that. (laughs) Super awkward. I mean, hey, look, back in the day, she did some good, she did some good remixes with Biggie and stuff, but no, she... But she's got a beautiful voice, but she's fucking crazy and needs to be murdered. And from what I can tell, all of her songs are about how awful it was and how hard her life is and how bad it is being from Yonkers. And it just like she seems like a real bummer. She doesn't seem like a very much of an optimist. So I agree with that. Um, uh, Mary Louise Parker. I definitely like to have sex with her. So okay. we're, we're going to fuck her. Mary Steenburgen. 
I've, I've never seen the negative splits on somebody like her. She is increasing speed with age. It's like true. when she, when she was on justified like a year ago or something, she was hotter than she's ever been. She's, she is Wait, the, the best ager of all time. You I think. watched justified. Yeah. Is that good? Oh, I've heard it's good. It's great. I've never seen it. Yeah. Elmore Leonard book turned into a show. Great. Timothy great, great, great. He's awesome. He's yeah. pretty dreamy. Yeah. He's a good looking guy. Uh, Kate, Mary Steenburgen, Mary J. Blige, Mary Louise Parker. Um, all right, I'm going to do something different. Okay. I'm going to, I'll probably fuck Mary Louise Parker. Okay. I'm going to marry Mary, Mary J. Blige. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. I just thought like it would be fun to sit around and, and like have sing, sing alongs sing. together. Yeah. A lot of like karaoke sessions at home. Yes. No, There's I a get lot you. Of, a lot of her songs I'd like to sing along to. Yeah. With her, it would be more fun. Yeah. And uh, then and you're gonna, and then you're gonna. I'll murder that old broad who's Mary, aging well. Mary Steenburgen. Yeah. Um, Is she married to Ted Danson? She's married to Ted Danson. Yeah. Uh, Mayday Malone. Mary Steenburgen. And then I'd probably divorce Mary J. Blige and marry Ted Danson after I get Oh, interesting. Knock her I don't, off that's not, you can't, you can't add in your own. <laughs> yeah, you're, this is fan fiction involved. Yeah, she, she, she likes to take it her own direction. Um, I, just to, just to finish off, uh, I, Mary J. Blige, I love you, but you just seem like you're just a little bit too negative for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to kill Mary J. Blige. I'm gonna fuck Mary Steenburgen. Bergen. Uh, she is very attractive, but she's of a certain age, Ed. If she has not peaked already, she's soon to peak. And then you're then you're then you're buying all the bad years. It's like a free. It's like a major league baseball free agent contract. You buy. She one seems or like two, a nice lady too, though. She, you know, she seems very nice. You buy one or two good years, but you got to eat all the bad years. Now, right. Mary Louise Parker is someone I've always had a thing for. I have yeah, always she's she's hot. Always wanted to have sex with her, and she's still. She might be fifty. She's probably in her late forties. Uh, she's still going to be throwing that fastball for another 10, 12 years. Um, and plus it's just, it's, it's a thing. Like I've always, you know, this is the, that would be a dream come too for me. So Mary Louise Parker, I would marry, uh, ish. Excellent contribution as always. Don't let those haters get you down. We appreciate Keep it. Keep at it, buddy. Yeah. Good job. Uh, okay. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Uh, we heteros. Ed Daly and I, we know about Chinese people having sex in front of the crowd at their wedding. What's the actual but we don't fuck? we don't know what is happening in the world of pop culture. Let Hit me, us up with let that. Let me tell you what's happening. Um, Let's hear it. All right. So Kanye West, I don't know if you guys heard, he's pulling the plug on all his tour dates for the rest of the year. Yes. I've Feels like he's that. stretching himself too thin. Um, a source saying he's exhausted. He's been working around the clock on... Fashion design, his own line, the Adidas line. I have independently line. diagnosed him as bipolar. He has a mental illness. I, I am. I would have to agree. Um, all, all signs point to that. Yes. Um, I guess so. Yeah, I guess he was just worn out. Um, Cancel all his shows. All the ticket holders are getting full refunds. People have been talking a lot of shit yeah. about him doing that. So an update, he was hospitalized tonight, according to NBC News, who cite multiple authorities familiar with the case. West was under observation at a Los Angeles hospital. One of NBC's sources said the L.A. police responded to a medical welfare call 
West was hospitalized for his own health and safety. He was reportedly taken to UCLA Medical Center for psychiatric evaluation Uh in an ambulance. And he was transported in handcuffs. Now, oh, yeah, because they don't want him to hurt himself. I now, think he might be on his way to a 5150 the hold. Ba- the Baller Hospital in L.A. is Cedars. Like, you want if to, you're, if you're getting UCLA, up, though, is where you, you get taken for a 5150. Oh, okay. That's where so Britney Spears You don't want to get, you, what, what? I think, by don't no quote me on that, but I think. do you want to get taken to County USC. That is the hospital you don't want to end up in. But, I mean, the, 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 Part one of the story that I heard this weekend was he shit all over Clinton, Jay-Z, Well, Beyonce. he voiced, he yes. voiced his it's support for Donald yes. Trump, and he cut off his last show early after sharing some harsh words um, for, yeah, for Jay-Z, Beyonce, man, Barack Obama, Hillary yes. Clinton, and others. This man needs help. He needs, he, he needs I mean, probably he, to be medicated. Um, I, he I would have to agree. Yeah. Being a narcissistic asshole will get you nowhere in America Except for the highest office. That's absolutely true. He's he's announced he's running in 2020. So, but now he loves Trump. Maybe he can join the ticket. They get get that Pence out of there. Pence can go wide stance it in a bathroom somewhere, and this this Kanye could slip right in there. That the the ticket would be won. It would be the Democrats couldn't even run anybody against that. As much as an asshole as he is, I'll take. I'm taking him a hundred out of a hundred times over Mike Pence. Of course. That's yeah, fucking not, I not, agree. I, I take Donald Trump over Mike Pence. That's, I agree. Yeah, there's absolutely. no question there. Uh, okay. I even though, yeah, that's why I, I look at that fat Trump and it's like, please stay healthy because yeah. if Pence takes over, eating all eating all that Kentucky fried fucked. chicken and I mean he looks like shit. He's Donald Trump is that gooey and tubby and he doesn't even drink. Like he doesn't. And he's set, that's right. He hasn't even had a beer. Yeah. And he looks like that and he's seventy. Yeah, and he's not seven. good. Yeah. And he's with with a young hot wife, like well, young, much younger hot wife. Right. Like, yeah, please stay healthy because I can't take Mike Pre- Pence as our president. Totally agree. Question: uh, Like, yes. does taxpayer money pay for the extra Secret Service that Melania and that kid are yeah. going to have to well, have? Not extra, it just is. Everyone a million is. a day in New York City. Yeah. I can't even. Everybody gets there. Gets All right. watched. What else is going on, Kate? No, but they're not moving to the White House. Right. So they have to have... Well, they all get their own detail. The First Lady doesn't hang out with the President all the time, so she's got, no matter where she is, she's got her own crew. But because they have to stay in the Trump Tower, yeah, Trump's getting paid by the it's government different. to have his... Yeah, yeah. It's a double dipping. Well, I, but I would, I would say this, that the First Lady typically travels around and does good works and so this Michelle Obama, she probably has a schedule that keeps her also the fundraising. So she's out and about. She's around the country all the time. Whereas this right. Melania is going to be a much more of a sedentary first lady would be my guess. I don't see her going to schools and reading books and getting kids to exercise. You don't see her traveling to Africa to no, teach kids to no, read? I just don't. I don't anything see, like that? I don't see well, that. You have to be able to read to teach someone to read. <laughs> Good point. All right, she moving speaks on. Like five languages. Okay, yes. All right, next up, Dennis Rodman has been charged with four misdemeanor criminal charges, mm. including a hit and run stemming from yes. a late night wrong way freeway crash in July. Did you guys hear about this? 
I did hear about it. The Orange County District Attorney has charged Robin with hit and run with property damage, driving a car across the divider, giving false info to a cop, and driving a car without a valid license. And if convicted on all counts, he faces up to two years in county. Apparently, Robin was driving an SUV northbound in the southbound carpool lane. All the way over the side in the five freeway around 1230 a.m. on July 20th after partying at a karaoke bar Mm, in Orange County. Um, And a car driving the right way on the freeway was was forced to swerve to avoid a head-on collision and crashed into the center divider, calling 911. Um, Dennis allegedly fled the scene before the cops arrived and never exchanged info with the other driver. Um, and then apparently he lied to investigators later when they tracked him down. Speaking of people that are unwell, this guy, what a winner! And he's I, he's yeah. definitely got his problems. I, I will say that it, the one sort of interaction I had with him, I didn't interact, but I was with a group of people at a place where he was at, and he couldn't have been nicer. He yeah. went up to pretty much the ugliest person, the worst looking person in my group. This this chick who really just has nobody talking to her. Aww. And he told her she was beautiful. That's really sweet. It was, it was just like a very kind move because he was clearly going to the person who was the wallflower. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, was, it was a nice move. So he, I always have a fun for that guy. I have had many interactions with Dennis Rodman because he used to, we used to live, I mean, we live near each other now, but we used to live very near each other. And he would have parties and just leave his garage open and just anybody could cruise in to a party. But and then I'd see him. I'd see him at breakfast. I'd see him at bars. Very very nice guy. Everyone loved him. Very friendly. He once was on the phone and handed. This is when he was briefly married to Carmen Electra. He once was on the phone and he had a chick sitting on his lap and he handed the. He didn't want to talk on the phone anymore, so he handed the phone to my buddy Brian and was like, "Hey, you want to talk to Carmen Electra?" And he put it. And then he just walked away and just let him talk to Carmen Electra on the phone for a while. <laughs> but. I do. I, I'm wondering how this Dennis Rodman was identified because he used to. He was married at the time that I would see him around, but he was also he had a girlfriend that lived just across the street from me, and he would show up to pick her up. And I'm thinking this might have been part of the reason that he was uh, easily identified because back then he had he would either show up in a white Mercedes with purple flames airbrushed on the side right. of it. And then he he also had a, like a but F, who doesn't right? right? He also had an F three fifty diesel, and for some reason, when you have a diesel, you're never allowed to turn it off. So he would just sit out there waiting for his chick, and I'd hear his car run. And I'd look outside, and I, I was able to recognize him. I wasn't positive it was him until I saw that on the hood of his truck was airbrushed um, Dennis Rodman's face, and then. <laughs> And then he, and it was like he was blowing out flames, green flames that wrapped around from the hood down the side of his truck. So if he's driving anything similar to those two rides when I used to see him around, I'm thinking that might have been how they were able to identify him in this hit and run situation. Uh, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture? Um, so as we previously reported, Larsa Pippen is divorcing her husband um, of 19 years, NBA star. Scotty Pippen. We've heard about this. Um, and apparently she hasn't been spending her nights crying in her pillow, though. She's been having some company on Sunday evening. She um, was at um, hanging out with rapper Future yeah. at his birthday party in Beverly Hills. So those two are definitely hooking up. 
This, uh, this future. How old is she? She's 42. Future's 33. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good, good for her because there's plenty of Larsa Pippins out there for future. That's, That's right. For sure. It is, it's, we've talked about this on the show before. At some point, women in their 40s who are hot were, it used to be that a woman in her 40s was considered, you know, past her prime, couldn't compete with girls in their 20s. And now it seems like just the opposite. Like the women in their 40s, they got a publicist at some point or they got they got a new marketing guru because all of a sudden you would never you would never see a famous rapper dating a woman 10 years older than him before and all of a sudden it's like no big deal it's like yeah he's got a he's got a 40 year old chick no big deal terrific yeah yeah i mean we were just having a fuck marry kill involving she's got to be in her 60s right 60s no i love it yeah and she didn't get killed in any scenario it's great she didn't kate's but yeah kate killed her i just need to mix things up i can't always like we we can't always have the same answer kate's kate wants to hang out and sing songs with mary j blige yeah, yeah, is that so wrong? Can't blame her. No, nothing wrong with in, that. In case you don't know, Future has a two-year-old child named Future Junior with um, actress, singer, <laughs> Ciara, who's right. married to that weird football player. What's his name? Russell? Wilson. Wilson. Mm-hmm. When, when, future Junior. <laughs> yeah, Future Junior. I mean, that's, that seems like it doesn't work. You should be... I know. should be like clairvoyant or something. It shouldn't right. be... Future Beyond. Yeah. And Infinity. I, Just call him... Infi- <laughs> Omni Future, this is my son, Infinity. <laughs> Yeah, this is my son, the year 3000. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world? Uh, Lastly, in celeb relationship news, and sorry to let our listener walk off one of our favorite VIP Patreon subscribers, but looks like Kourtney Kardashian and her ex and baby daddy, Scott Disick, might be back together. Lord Disick. Yeah, they've been spending a lot of time together. They're spending Thanksgiving together, apparently. I mean, Hanging these out two are at Soho House in Malibu on these Sunday. These two are destined to be together. Matching outfits. Yeah, that's, this is, they're staying together for the kids. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, so that's all I got. That that was just for walk-off. Yes. Just because that's his um free ticket yeah. number. That's he, his third he loves freebie. Her. Yeah. On his freebie she, list. I would say of the Kardashians, she's the most attractive Kardashian. Oh. Other than the one, which one's a model? Kendall. Yeah. She's not a true one. She's not. She's half. Uh, okay. That's that's all I have. Excellent for the, job, everybody. The Great news, job, Kate. news, world news tonight. Ed, Ed Daly, fantastic work on your end. Good, good job, us. Good job, us. Uh, until next week, I want I want to wish everybody. I don't like to date these things, obviously, but I do want to wish everybody yeah. a happy Thanksgiving. Have a happy Great Thanksgiving, holiday. you guys. Be with your family. Watch some sports. Wonder to yourself aloud why you're always forced to watch the Cowboys and the Lions on this day. <laughs> yeah, wh- what? The Lions? Why is that the rules? I mean, this this what? is the one year the Lions are like I have pretty never, good, and they're like five and five. Yeah. I have never heard of a team called the Lions. Right. Well, okay. Well, there's Kate, no reason for you Kate, to. Let's play this game, man. <laughs> Kate, there is a, there's an NFL football team called the Lions. They wear silver, and you would like that. You would like their costumes because they wear silver and they're kind of like outfits. baby blue <laughs> costumes. Um, they what city? Brian always makes fun of me because I call them outfits. What city are the Lions from? The NFL football team called the Lions. 
One Give me your, a hint, like what part of the country? Uh, well, no, I will say this: there's a there, the baseball team from that city is also a big cat. So, city has two big cat teams. The baseball team, different kind of big cat, not a lion. Um, what city? I was gonna say Cubs, but they're not. That's not. I was thinking of the these cat. names. Are they friends of Dorothy? Lions and tigers. Good question. Ooh, what's going on Good here? Question. Like not not very. These are not very creative mascots. Can you t- actually just tell me the name of the baseball team? The Tigers. The Tigers of the Tigers and Lions of Kansas City. Yes, yes, you got it. She got exactly. it. Exactly. Kansas Let's City Tigers. Perfect. That was no, a. That's wrong, Kate. It's uh, they're from Detroit. I'm really excited that I, know, I made a good guess. It was close. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Excellent job. Ed, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, Fancy sauce. Ed. Enjoy Australian Thanksgiving. Tell Michelle, happy Thanksgiving. Australian Thanksgiving's probably in March. Uh, for Ed Daly, <laughs> for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. We'll see you next week. Bye, you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye.